0: about to listen to the profound word of God ministered by Tai Adashoba pastor of worship tabernacle church without a doubt this will be a life transforming experience as you acquaint yourself with the word of God and develop a rich and rewarding relationship with him this message will certainly shape your life fulfill your dreams and guarantee your success
1: we'll pray you can take your seats in the presence of God So we'll understand what character we're picking up this evening. And how we should pray. Amen. Whoa. After leading prayer morning and night, it can take a toll on you. So we believe in God for strength tonight. Let's go to the book of Esther in chapter 2. Esther. We spoke about the Shunammite woman we spoke about Obediadom, I want to speak to you and I want to pray from Esther. And so the book of Esther, and I want you to see some, a pattern here, a pattern here. Esther in chapter two and verse, read to one to seventeen quickly, but after Exaxis, anger had subsided, he began thinking about Vastian what she had done and the decrees he had made. So his personal attendants suggested, let us search the empire to find beautiful young virgins for the king. And let the king appoint agents in each province to bring these beautiful women into the royal harem at the first fortress of Susa. Hegai, the king's eunuch in charge of the harem, will see that they are all given beauty treatment. After that, the young woman who most pleases the king, will be made queen instead of Vashti. This advice was very appealing to the king, so he put the plan into effect. At that time, there was a Jewish man in the fortress of Susa, whose name was Mordecai, son of Jai. He was from the tribe of Benjamin and was a descendant of Kish and Shemai. His family had been among those who with King Jeconiah of Judah had been exiled from Jerusalem to Babylon by King Nebuchadnezzar. So they were in exile. This man had a beautiful and lovely young cousin, Hadassah, who was also called Esther. When her father and mother died, Mordecai adopted her into his family and raised her as his own daughter. You've got to see that. Then as a result of the king's decree, we, 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 I, I don't know if he had children of his own, but when, he's, when they talk about family in the Jewish tradition, he must have children. So probably he also had a daughter, I assume. However, listen to what happened. He says, as a result of the decree, Esther, along with many of the young women, were brought to the king's harem at the fortress of Susa and placed in Haggai's care. Haggai was very impressed with Esther and treated her kindly. He quickly ordered a special menu for her and provided her with beauty treatments. He also assigned her seven maids specially chosen from the king's palace and he moved her and her maids into the best place in the harem. May God give you favor. Esther had not told anyone of her nationality and family background because Mordecai, Mordecai, Mordecai had directed her not to do so. Every day, Mordecai would take a walk near the courtyard of the harem to find out about Esther and what was happening to her. Before each young woman was taken to the king's bed. Now I need you to check this to see this again. Before each young woman was taken to the king's bed, she was given the prescribed 12 months of beauty treatment, six months with oil of myrrh, followed by six months with special perfumes and ointments. When it was time for her to go to the king's palace, she was given her choice of whatever clothing or jewelry she wanted to take from the harem. That evening, she was taken to the king's private room. And the next morning, she was brought to the second harem, where the king's wives lived. There she would be under the care of Shazgaz, the king's eunuch, in charge of the concubines. She would never go to the king again unless he had especially, had especially enjoyed her and requested her by name. So the first thing here, Let me not go ahead of myself. But the first thing here is that if she goes into the king, she ain't going back home. Okay. And if the king doesn't want her, she becomes a concubine. Just there. Nothing is happening. Now listen. Because I'm said this because there's a reason why. Esther was the daughter of Abihel, who was Mordecai's uncle. Mordecai had adopted his younger cousin Esther. When it was Esther's turn to go to the king she accepted the advice of haggai the eunuch in charge of the harem she asked for nothing except what he suggested and she was admired by everyone who saw her Uh, just 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 for 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 uh, clear analogy in the In the Living Bible, it reads like this When it was Esther's turn to go to the king, she accepted the advice of Haggai, the eunuch in charge of the harem, dressing according to his instruction. Dressing according to his instruction. She asked only for what the king's eunuch Haggai, the guardian of the woman, advised. Did you see that? Just according to his instruction. Now, Esther was now taken to King Xerxes at the royal palace in early winter of the seventh year of the reign. And the king loved Esther more than any of the other young women. He was so delighted with her that he set the royal crown on her head and declared her queen instead of vasty, I want us to understand some certain things before we pray. It is the same process. It is the same principle. Listen to me. Not only was Esther an ordinary woman living in a foreign land. She was part of a minority race that had, that were held in low esteem. You need to understand the background because most of us pray for the anointing and favor of Esther without realizing that these things just don't happen. The girl, number one, was from a minority background that was held in low esteem. She also was part of those who were in captivity. She had lost her father and her mother, so she was an orphan and she was adopted so start looking at the kind of situation this lady was in and you think you had it bad listen so much so that when she was even elected as queen Mordecai advised her to keep her Jewish nationality I'm praying today that somebody here will go beyond where people place them. I I believe tonight someone will be liberated from the place of hopelessness. Dishonor and embarrassment will not come near your dwelling place. But I I want you to quickly look at some certain things so you will know how to pray. Because Esther created a room for the king to dwell. Number one, knowing the background of this woman, she did not allow her difficult circumstances to make her bitter. Rather, becoming rebellious and resentful over her troubled life, the Bible says that Esther was obedient to Mordecai. Many of us are occupied, the, the, the vacuums of our life are occupied with bitterness, so we've now become resentful. And if you are resentful, you will never be open to instructions. Uh, well, Listen to me, because many of us have just re- read that verse. I was meditating today and something came to me. When Esther was taken for the king's beauty contest she had no choice in the matter imagine that that night she would lose her virginity in the process and whether or not the king chooses her as his wife she would become his property and never allowed to go back to Mordecai so Mordecai is telling her you, you're going to go and sleep with the king, losing your virginity and become the property of the king. Now, here is a woman who is in captivity. Here is a woman who comes from a low-esteemed culture. Here is a woman who is lying of her nationality. Here is a woman who has lost her father and her mother. And here is a woman who has been adopted by Mordecai. And here is a woman who is listening to a man who is saying, say, go sleep with the king. Ah, now you can read it differently next time you're reading. Because if you want the anointing of Esther, eh, 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 we, we need to understand where this lady was coming from. But with this lady having so little control over her past or future, another woman would have reacted by turning into a control freak. Not Esther. She trusted God. Also, her beauty did not make her prideful. Esther made room for obedience and humility. And remember that although Esther was the queen and had the connection, she still made room for the king in fasting and praying to still obtain favor. I'm, 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 I'm going forward because when they decided to kill all the Jews, Esther could have said, well, you know what, I'm on my own. But you see, that streak of obedience and selflessness was still in her that when Mordecai, who she kept listening to, that's why faith cometh by hearing. Said to her, God set you there for a time like this. Her beauty was not in the way. I can get some of us, these young ones these days, and many of us, that God has put them in a position. And once you get into that position, nobody else can talk to you anymore. You have, you have shut down the room that God Supposed to reign forever in your life. Recently, I, I watched on Instagram. And, and in a country so far away, I saw a young man who was appointed to be a senator. And I saw the guy just slapping a woman anyhow. You see, the, the issue, and I said to my wife, I said, the issue is this suddenly you find yourself in a place of power with other people you command and your you, power corrupts. Don't, don't shake your head because many of you are humble because of where you are right now. W- when God starts to promote you, then you will, will start to find out what exactly is on the inside of you. Because the, Esther was able to say, Mordecai, if you brought me to where I am, I will keep listening to you to maintain where I am. You've got to listen to this. And I've got to say this, that Esther was a woman who, when she was going to the king, Because it was in her nature to keep asking what someone needs. She listened not only to Mordecai, but she also listened to the eunuch. The eunuch says the king does not need a long weave, he doesn't need three inches of nails. He really does not need a bright red lipstick. He wants everything natural. And also, instead of dressing and showing all cleavage, just dress the way I want to dress you. Because what happened is the eunuch knew what the king would like. And God will always place you with people who would tell you what the king likes. But you will ignore it because you feel that what got you to where you are can get you to your next level. It, you, can, you can get the husband, you cannot maintain it. You can get the wife, you cannot maintain it. You can't preserve it because it is only God that can. You can get to the throne. It is not getting to the throne or obtaining the throne that is difficult, it is maintaining the throne. We've got to to make room for God in our life. We have got to make room for God in our life. And then lastly, as we pray, we, we can see That the deliverance further down of Israel was made through fasting and prayer. Seeking the face of God. Fasting is a spiritual device for supernatural empowerment. I didn't just ask us to fast. Fasting is a spiritual device for supernatural empowerment. And when you seek the maker, you will never When you don't see, sorry, when you don't seek the maker, the king, you will never have the materials of the king. If you have the creator, you have the product. If you dress according to the king, you will have the product of the king. If you live your life according to the king, you will have the product of the king. Because when you seek God's face, he never forgets your face. The highest level of worship, I've said this before, is when we push away the hand of God and pursue his face. And if you're ever going to be successful in life, pursue the face of God. If you face God, the world will face you. Seek the heart of the king, not the splendor of the kingdom. Where you place God in your heart determines where he places you on earth. You can't have God in your heart and lack in your hand. Carry God in your heart and God will carry you on his shoulders. And the cheapest way to be a winner is to have a sincere focus on God. We're going to pray. So I all had to explain this to realize that when we start to pray, we've got to pray not from a resentful heart, not from a prideful heart, not from a selfish heart, but we've got to pray from a heart that says, God, what do you want me to do? I'm going to create that room in my life because when I create that room in my life, what you tell me I will do. I'm going to say this again, as I said on Wednesday, I cringe and sometimes I feel I'm wasting my time too. When I'm asking people to fast and pray, but they have not allowed God to take preeminence in their life. Still there's unforgiveness, still there's stubbornness, still there's stuff and you want God to bless you. Still God is saying, let go, let me do the work that I need to do in your life. No God, I can sort it out myself and you will sort it out and enter into disaster and then you're going back to God and when we still go back to God we still don't want to listen to him we want to tell him how we feel or tell God how God made us feel because of our failure without say without knowing that God was asking you first create that room are we ready to pray Let's stand. We're going to pray a prayer of dedication. Come on, let's pray. Let's pray. It's going to be quick and fast this evening. Help me put on Second Chronicles 27 verse 6. <laughs> Second Chronicles 27 and verse 6. And we're going to pray. Satan will negotiate your commitment. Uh, yeah. Uh, give me the new King James. Let me see what that, what, what, what does that say. Uh, good. This is fine. He said, So Jotham became mighty. Read it, read it with me. Ready, set, go. So what? Stop. So Jotham became mighty because not He was mighty by himself. He was mighty because something happened. He was mighty because what? He prepared his ways before the Lord, his God. I want you to go into prayer this evening. And say, God, I'm preparing my way before you for the next six months. Come on, let's start to pray. If you can't pray that from your heart, nothing is going to happen. Because when they start to say, God, let there be favor upon our lives. You will see people shouting. This is a point of dedication. you got to stay to God. He says, Jotun, leave it up there for a while. Jotun became mighty because he prepared his way. He prepared. And the New Living Translation said, because he was of op- Obedient to God. Start to say, God, this is my turning point of preparing my way. My way. Esther was successful because she prepared for the king. Esther was chosen because she prepared for the king. Esther was chosen because she was obedient to the king. She was obedient to, to Mordecai. She was obedient to the word of God. Many of you are not obedient. You are not obedient you are disobedient, and you are still praying, but there is something in you that resentment, that bitterness, that situation, what the life has thrown at you, is taking room in your life than allowing God to prepare your heart. Many people are not in church right now because of what they have what had happened to them. Many people are not even in worship tabernacle because what they feel somebody did to them without realizing that it is when they are with Mordecai, that's when Mordecai can tell them to go forward. I'm coming to Mordecai as we start to pray. I'm coming to Mordecai as we start to pray because God sometimes wants some of you to be a Mordecai. Start to say, God, this next six months, let me prepare my way before you. Say, God, I will not allow the devil to negotiate my commitment. Ah, your destiny anchors on your commitment to God. Not on your energy and your sweat. Come on, I got to sermon, got to pray right now. I'm not. I'm not impressed by what you do or what you don't do. If you want to stand, you can stand. If you want to sing, you want to sing. And if you don't want to pray, it's none of my business. But there will be some people at the end of this fast that God will open doors because He prepared His ways. You you will only be mighty if you prepare your way, not your stubborn, not your anger, not the things that hold you back. You will only be. You will only be mighty when you do it God's way you will only be mighty when you come back to God you will only be mighty when you turn from your wicked your ways wicked ways means twisted ways wicked means ways means doing it yourself are we praying are we praying are we praying come and start to declare that my flesh And my spirit will be married in dedication to the demands of the kingdom of God. Start to say my flesh. My flesh will be dedicated to the demands of the kingdom of God. Many of you are still going out with someone God has not ordained for you. Many of you, God provided the person for you. And you're using iniquity and fornication to shut God out of what He wants to do. In your life, ah, you feel your entire relationship is based on sleeping together, and God has no preeminence in your life get down to God today and say God I prepare my ways before you I prepare my ways before you your children can only be mighty because you prepare your ways before because you obey God ah start to pray start to pray because Mordecai also received out of the blessing because his obedience was to God start to declare that God God be my living focus be my living focus let me abandon every pathway that seems right But leads to destruction I'm not hearing someone right now The devil wants to negotiate your commitment You think it is your beauty That will get the man You think it is your six pack That will get the woman I'm telling you tonight That God wants you you to have today a, A room in your heart Where God will do the choosing And not you God wants to make sure That he has preeminence, start to say, God, I abandon every pathway that seems right but leads to destruction in the name of Jesus. Now I want you to start to continue to pray. Your next prayer point is say, God, I pray against any act of disobedience. Because if Esther had disobeyed Mordecai she would still be a failure many of us are failing because of our act of disobedience start to say God I pray you gotta pray 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 pray. in the name of Jesus in Jesus name look up look up look up I want to give you this prayer point I want us to pray what I see what I see that hurts me the most is this act of disobedience. Ha! And God gave me this prayer point. I highlighted it. He said, son, get people to pray against any act of disobedience that will make them keep losing battles. He said, he said, Pray against any act of disobedience that will keep them losing battles and I thought that was the end he says no and that makes them keep toiling how does a man say to a woman let me prepare you to go and sleep with the king are you serious a Christian, Jew, telling the girl, go to this contest and you're going to have to go and sleep with the king. There must be something Mordecai must have trusted in God. <laughs> this, he is not an unrighteous man. It was not Russian roulette. He wasn't doing a mini mini maimo. There were hundreds of other beautiful women. But there must be something the guy knew that Esther didn't know. And Esther received what she didn't know through what he knew. By the act of obedience. Now if she had disobeyed the man and not created room for obedience, she will keep toiling. And forever, they will, she will keep losing battles. Are we ready to pray? Are we ready to pray? Now start, listen to me. The only reason why man fell is because of disobedience. I, 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 I want to be able to hear testimonies. Not that God gave me a house. But I obeyed God. then he gave me a house. I, I love those testimonies. But I want to know, how did you become mighty? You didn't become mighty because it w- you were lucky. You became mighty because there were such certain principles that you obeyed. That hitherto up till then you were toiling, hitherto up till then you were losing every battle, and then there was a turning point. But the turning point occurred because there was an act. Oh, I don't know. I, I think somebody didn't hear me. The turning point occurred because there was obedience. There was obedience with the Shunammite woman. There was obedience with woman. Obed- the there was obedience with Esther get on your knees and start to pray this night, and say God every act of disobedience that makes me keep losing battles right now in the name of Jesus I not only repent but I stop it now give me the grace to break this give me the grace to obey even when I don't understand give me the grace worship Tabernacle my young Ones in church. Ah, I may be a bit older than you, but that's what a mentor is. It may not be an exciting church where everyone is just jumping up and showing their clothes and their and their trainers and their whole stuff. It's good to have someone a bit wiser, someone a bit older, someone that may not look that fanciful, but can give you a colorful life. I'm giving you a colorful light. There are those who are outside in the cinema right now, holding the hands of the devil who is about to put them in destruction. There's some people outside right now are ah, having dinner over the table, looking into each other's eyes and feel that is where God is. Why they're supposed to be in the presence of God. The beauty and maintenance of beauty is not in your makeup, It's not in your cosmos, it is not in what you buy it is in the God that you have, some of you are losing battles because you disobey, some of you are losing battles because you are not obedient, some of you are losing battles because you ignore the instructions of your mentors you ignore the instructions of the Holy Spirit Mordecai was the Holy Spirit in flesh, when you compare Mordecai and you read deeply. It is a corollary of the New Testament. It is a corollary of the Holy Spirit leading someone into the path of righteous. Is anyone praying right now? Job 36 11 says, if they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity. And they years in pleasure i want someone to live in pleasure i want them to spend their days in prosperity but prosperity does not come without obedience it doesn't come without serving god of you need to start to pray saying God I'm losing because I'm not listening I'm losing because I'm not available for God I'm losing because I'm not letting God reign in my heart I'm losing because I'm dressing myself up I'm losing because I'm making my life prohibitive to the move of God I'm losing because my environment is not cleansed it is Filthy! What I hear, what I do, what I say, who I hang out with, and you're losing, and you're toiling, because you're not doing it God's way. you got to be on your knees. Fathers, sons, grandparents, be on your knees and start to cry to God, that whatever I'm doing that does not please God, Take it away. Take it away from me. Declare in the name of Jesus that the sanitation of his word will clean your environment. Say, God, get rid of every unrighteous hideout. Say, God, undress me. Ah, say, God, cleanse my entire being from the bottom, from the top to the bottom, physically and spiritually. Say, God. Every power of selfishness is broken. On your knees, say this after me. I'm going to read from Second Chronicles 15 It says, "And all Judah rejoiced at the oath, for they had sworn with all their heart and sought him with all their soul, and he was found by them. And the Lord gave them rest." All around. Say this after me say every power. <laughs> uh, uh. Say every power of selfishness, over ambition, and unteachableness be broken in the name of Jesus. Many of you are not teachable. God just said this into my spirit. Your disobedience for your finances is going to make you toil. Disobedience. Not in your giving, but in your recklessness. No wonder you can't bless anyone else because you are reckless of disobedience say this again say every power of selfishness over ambition and unteachableness be broken right now say let the power of the cross and of the Holy Spirit be released over my life to dethrone flesh Say right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray that the precious vessels of God in my life will not be dislocated to the temple and altars of idol worship. Many of us are idols by ourselves. I want you to start to pray. Say, God, break that spirit of selfishness. Ah, unteachableness. I see some people, they are not teachable. They're too proud. They're just themselves. And sometimes pride is like a rash that you don't see. Start to break it down because God said to me, the act of disobedience will continue to produce failure. Father, we're on our knees this evening. Right from the pew. All the way up to the pulpit. Say God in the name of Jesus. We ask you God to help us. Create, we want to create a room in our hearts. In our lives. In our church. In our careers for you. We want to create a room where we are not selfish. Because Mordecai was not selfish. See he adopted. that He adopted Esther. And then Esther It was through Esther that she was promoted. What we do for someone is coming back to bless us. Father, in the name of Jesus, let us get out of this selfish attitude, attitude of selfishness to ourselves, to our fellow brethren. Selfishness in serving God, that how can you be in a church and there's nothing that you do for God? God is saying it's an act of disobedience. Let this month be a month where we will make room for the king. Our jobs are in our way. May that job not become our nemesis. Haman died because of his job. Mordecai reigned because of his selflessness. God, break us down. Let us have a contrite spirit that is only you we will serve. We want to make room for the king. 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 Let this not be a baseless prayer and fasting time. Ah, let it just not be a waste of our time. We want to make room for the King. We want to shred and shed everything that has stopped us. Everything that has put a stop gap in your move in our life. We want to make room for the King. Lift up your hands and start to say, I'm making room for the King. I'm making room for the King. I'm going to be obedient to to the word of god i'm going to be obedient to what he says i should do i'm no more going to act in my own self somebody's obedience is to wake up early in the morning and pray someone's obedience is to be able to sit into their finances someone's obedience is in their forgiveness is doing what is hard but what is right ah uh, it was hard for esther to go and sleep as a virgin woman to go into the king but god knew that he was turning the things around it was her turning point and often became the queen and often became the ruler ah to the extent that vastness says tell me whatever you want I will give you even half of my kingdom when obedience comes into place we become mighty in God father we thank you we bless you we glorify your name I want you to stand right now because I want to go into what I call the turning point prayer are you going to obey God and I, I didn't hear any response. Are you going to obey God? Yes. Clean out your house. Clean out your wardrobe. Go and sell the things that has become an idol to you. So you can make purpose with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, Some of you, your social media is your idol. It's occupying room in your life some of you it's your television some of you it's on godly music you feel it is harmless but it is occupying room in your heart you, 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 the, the devil never makes anything harmless you got to clean out you got to clean out are you hearing me upstairs you got to clean out you got to clean out Maybe people like us don't make sense to you anymore. You've got to clean out. Because what didn't make sense to Esther made sense in the archives of things. Remember, Mordecai was a typology of the Holy Spirit. You've got to clean out. You've got to clean out. I'm begging you, you've got to clean your room. You've got to clean your room. You've got to clean your room. You've got to clean your room your spiritual room and even your environment there are things in your room you need to get rid of you got to clean your room you got to take your ipad you got to go into your iPhotos. clean it out there are things there that is reminding you of where you came from there are things there that when you look at it it brings sorrow into your heart clean the thing out so that god can create room clean out oh no i'm going to do it next month clean out today today stop smelling from where you're coming from esther would never have been chosen if she was still smelling like a jewish woman They had to spend a whole year preparing her for the king. Prepare yourself for the king. You're still smelling the way you used to smell. So favor can come upon you if you smell like a heathen. You smell like the people you're trying not to be like. You're hearing their songs. I don't know why I'm saying this today. And some people are going to keep... You're hearing their songs. You're dancing like them. You're shaking your booty like them. And then you're now coming into church you will stand like a log of wood because when you're before the king the king can identify you because you smell wrong. You smell wrong. Let God be God. Find another place if you don't like the truth. This is not a place of excitement. It's a place of teaching. Clean out, clean out your iTunes, clean out your stuff. Put it aside for a while. And all you should listen to for this entire month is gospel, godly music. And if you're bored of it, that means you have occupied your room with negativity. We don't create songs for excitement. We create songs to change lives. It's the world that creates songs for excitement. That's why it kills you in excitement. And money can't save you. One of the sons of the Emir of one of these, uh, uh, is it of Dubai? Was it Dubai? Is it, are you sure of Dubai? He said so. That's is not my information, but it's one of them. It's one of them. And one of the Emiratis, though, died. In their penthouse, 60 million. 15, 20 years ago, the same second son died like the first son. Exactly. Died like the first son. So the first son died, or the second, in fact, it was the brother that died first, before the elder one. In a 90 million flat. Keep listening to something that will push you to the edge of destruction. Clean out. Oh, you came for a prayer meeting. Pastor, come on. Let's get to the real thing. Which real thing? The Bible says, Jotham became mighty because I am not in competition with the world. My songs are not in competition with the world. I heard one pastor Say that I'm going to do, I'm doing this because people follow Jay-Z. Jay-Z, do I, do I, I follow Christ. And Christ was not popular. I follow Christ. And there's going to be a dividing line. Because the Bible didn't say, wide is the way that those who walk into, get, get into heaven. Narrow. You've got to clean the room. What you're putting into your hair and banging your head is occupying space in your heart. Every new number one that comes out in America is on your playlist. If the amount of songs, your beats on your playlist outweighs the gospel music, you're in trouble. Because the words that I produce is life. Oh, I could see people about to pick their bags and leave church. Welcome to the club. They left Jesus too. Maybe that's what God wants me to do. Because if that girl was listening to the other girls around her, she would not be Queen Esther. I I have no problems. I have no problems in having a peer-to-peer discussion. But I've never seen in the Bible where the mantle was passed from a peer-to-peer. The mantle was always passed from a leader, from a mentor, from a Moses to a Joshua, from an Elijah to an Elisha, from a Jesus to his disciples, from a Paul to a Silas. There was never a peer-to-peer the mountain didn't come upon me because I listened to my peers. The mountain came upon me because I served even those I didn't particularly like. And God said, "Stay there. And if I didn't stay there, I would not be where I am today. They may not be as you think is as wise as you, but they can see what you're not seeing. Lift your hands for a second. I say, God, I'm creating room. God, I don't know why you're taking me down this route tonight. I have no idea, but God, on behalf of these people, we're creating room. Both old and young, we're creating room. Some, this is the turning point in worship tabernacle. This is a turning point where we place emphasis on righteousness than materialism. Where we lay emphasis on God, the King of Glory than on the kingdom of this world. Where we lay emphasis on our God, seeking your face and not your hand out. Where we start to say, God, I want to look into my life and, to be, and make a turning in my life. Because you have a good thing ready for us. In Jesus' name. Someone say amen. Amen. Esther chapter 2 and verse 9. Are you ready to pray just for a few more minutes and I'll let you go. Esther chapter 2 verse 9. He says, now the young woman pleased him and she obtained favor. <laughs> so, he, this is not the king. This is not the king. He says, he, she obtained favor. So, he readily gave beauty preparations to her beside her allowance. And then seven choice maid servants were provided for her from the king's palace, and he moved her and her maidservant to the best place in the house of the women. Tonight there's a turning point in your life of what I call a divine outcome. unbelievable impractical implausible outcomes will be your testimony over this next half of the year I want you to start to pray and say God give me divine outcomes come on start to pray divine outcomes divine outcome. the, the Esther walked into a place and had a divine outcome without her praying without her doing anything Things just started to work for her. Start to say in the name of Jesus. rules will be adjusted. Ah, to accommodate you. Ah, yeah, 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 Rules will be adjusted. God told me. He says, always pray for making room. After you've done that, prophesy over my people. I'm prophesying over someone today. By your act of obedience, rules will be adjusted. Rules were adjusted to Esther. So much more that they gave her the best in the palace and gave her seven maids a jewish woman not a native of the place eh, and offered somebody who was of the lowest esteem. but they are just listen 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 before you pray rules are going to be adjusted for you because listen 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 this is called the turning point When there's a turning point in your life, and there will be, it doesn't matter what you have done, God will override what you have done to favor you, Pastor. What do you mean by that? Listen, the king actually knew after a while that she was a Jewish girl because she came to the king and said, My people are about to be destroyed. But the king did not pay cognizance to her deceit. Because rules were already adjusted for her divine outcome. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. And the king took off his wing. He placed it in the hand of Haman. And says, I authorize you to kill the Jews. I carry out what you are about to do. But when Esther walked into the place, the rules changed. He told Esther, What do you want? Even to half of my kingdom. And when Esther said, Why would you kill my people? He said, Anyone anyone that tries to kill the Jews, kill them. There were more people who died of his own ethnicity than those who are Jewish start to pray god in this half of the year from now i receive a divine outcome come and start to pray a divine outcome a divine outcome your the liabilities of your past will become your assets ah, i just missed that the liabilities of our past will become an asset. Take any posture you want to, even if you want to cry before the altar of God, because there must be a divine outcome. Ah, you are chosen and you are favored this year. You must be chosen. You must be favored. You will experience superior honor and service. I God says, when you make room, we'll prophesy. I'm prophesying over someone's life. I'm physically tired, but spiritually, I'm strong. You will experience superior honor. You will win. You will win. You will win hearts and minds by reason of divine favor. Come on. There will be a divine outcome the word of god will authenticate your credibility the word of god will cause demands to converge at your doorstep people are coming to help you because rules are changed on your behalf People are coming to favor you. Because God says, I will give you a divine outcome. Exclu- hey, 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 start to pray, Exclusive opportunities will come your way in the name of Jesus. Hey. Hey, listen to me before you pray. Listen, there's another paper. There's another paper. Esther was given exclusivity. May God give you exclusivity in the name of what they won't do for your colleagues, they have to do for you. Because the rules have changed. Someone say the rules have changed. Say right now, the word of God will authenticate me. Say exclusive opportunities will seek and find me this year. If you believe that, start to pray in the spirit. A lot of it's coming. I'm going to prophesy. I'm going to prophesy every time we come here, every time we make a room. God says, Now prophesy to fill that room because when the king comes in, exclusivity is yours. When the king comes in, authentication is yours. Ah, your rights and your privileges will surpass your contemporaries in the name of Jesus give me time tonight give me time tonight as I download the heart of God in worship tabernacle listen to the voice of God somebody shout divine outcome is mine I did has a divine outcome is mine I say, divine outcomes is mine. I want you to prophesy over yourself. Put your hands on your head. It's not a sign of sorrow. It's a sign of significance. Say this after me. Shout this loud. Darling, forget the keyboards. You better put your hands on your head, Leave them alone. You better leave. Don't let them keep using you to play for their weddings. Let God... Bring exclusivity to you. Shout this loud. Say, rights and privileges will surpass my contemporaries. Say, right now, my sanctions and clearance will overtake my experience. Say, I will acquire problems that are unique to my calling and coronation I know when I said that people were a bit quiet there was a problem in Egypt only Joseph could solve it there was a problem in, in, in Babylon only Daniel can solve it there will be a problem that will come to your doorstep that you will slay the Goliath easily because it is for your rising if you believe that shout amen say my story I didn't hear. Say my story will wake generations from their slumber. Say my story in this turning point will open new chapters in history. Say my story will baffle, confound, bewilder those that are around me. In the name of Jesus. Say right now I break. I didn't hear. Say I break. Every track record in my life say I break every track record of conditional promotion. Esther broke every track record before her. Your head will not lack oil in the name of Jesus, upon your head will be influence. God said prophesy, I want to prophesy, upon your head will be prestige, upon your head will be significant achievements, the Lord will make you a permanent source of pride, blessings that cannot be concealed will visit your habitation, you will be an accomplished testifier, God will make you a mysterious wonder." And Mr. the name of God will make you a mysterious wonder in the name of Jesus. As you put your hands upon your head, God would lift you beyond human comprehension. As you put your hands upon your head, God will lift you beyond human explanation. How can a Jewish orphan... Now become queen. It doesn't add up. People will look up to you and say it doesn't add up. Your life will have a divine outcome. Someone shout divine outcome. The next prayer point, the next blessing God said of your turning point is what I call divine victory. You can put your hands down for a second divine victory. Shout this I say, divine victory is mine. Is mine. As I come, God, I come before the altar of God, divine victory is mine. Victory is mine. Shout this loud as if you mean to say, I have a divine outcome. Divine I have a divine victory. Divine uh, uh, l- listen, to this, listen to this. This will bless you. We're going to close very soon. In this whole story, the whole book of Esther, when you get home, you can read it. There was A man before the woman. This has nothing to do with feminism. I'm just trying to talk about the Bible. The man's name was Mordecai. It's so shocking that I didn't hear Mordecai put his daughter forward. He had a family. I'm not sure why Mordecai would need to adopt. There probably were many other uncles. But because she was a nobody, they didn't see that there was somebody in the nobody. May you sow good seeds. Somebody say they say, I will make room to be a good seed sower. Listen, listen. Mordecai got deliverance by sowing good seeds. He was selfless. Instead of being what? Selfish. Let me read scriptures to you. Esther chapter 6 and verse 11. He said, This is what is going to happen to us. He said, So Haman took the robe and the horse and arrayed Mordecai and led him on horseback through the city square and proclaimed him, proclaimed before him. Thus shall it be done to the man whom the king delights to honor. When you bless someone, even your enemies will elevate you. Listen, divine victory. We're talking about Esther. Listen, Esther chapter 8 and verse 2. Esther chapter 8 and verse 2. Listen, listen. So the king took off his signet ring. (laughs) which he had taken from Haman, <laughs> and gave it to Mordecai, and, and what? And what? Shout it loud. The same Jewish orphan girl, and Esther what? Appointed Mordecai over the house of Haman. You will receive divine victory in the name of Jesus lawful laws and decrees will be revoked for your sake any enemy plotting and scheming will be exposed and will be invalidated in your life in the name of Jesus You've got to create room for the king. Many of you are fighting your enemies. God is not asking us to fight the enemy because there's divine victory given to you. I want you to start to pray. I believe in the name of Jesus that malicious allegations will be broken over your life. Your tough times will not be barren of miracles in the name of Jesus. I want you to start to pray. Say, God, give me a divine victory. Come on, lift your voice and pray. Divine victory. Divine victory. I'm about to close now. Divine victory. Ah, principal cancels. The Haman will give birth to your miracle. Principal cancers will make your crooked path straight. Those that set a trap for you will be entrapped themselves. Those that seek to delay you will inadvertently accelerate you in the name of Jesus. Those that seek to deny you will unknowingly promote you in the name of Jesus. Those that hunt you as a prey will be as a prey to you in the name of Jesus. Those that want to con them you will congratulate you those that want to weaken you will strengthen and fortify you those that want to eliminate you will build the podium of your success in the name of jesus if you believe this shout amen i need someone to start to pray because the enemy wants to pull you down. But the same gallow in which they want to hang you. ah, ah The same signet ring that they have will be given to you. The same authority. Somebody shout divine victory. Start to pray right now. I feel God wants somebody to pray. You're in a situation. You're in a place where they've lied on you. You're in a place where they have denied you. You're in a place where they've eliminated you. You're in a place where you even have made a mistake. God says, I will give you divine victory. There will be a divine outcome. There will be a divine victory. People are going to come and celebrate with you. In the name of Jesus. Come on, start to pray. Start to pray. Start to pray. I've got only a minute more to go. Start to, start to pray. Start to pray. Start to declare God divine. Nothing to do with me. But just divine victory. I feel I need to prophesy over someone's life. Put your hands on your head again. <sighs> like Haman. Those, including the devil and principalities, those that want you to fail, will dress the stage of your victory. Your amen is too weak for that prayer. You will start to wear the emblem of prominence and dignity. I decree on this turning point. I decree as you make room for the king that you will carry the insignia of divine beauty in the name of Jesus. Somebody say as I put my hand on my head, divine favor. I didn't mean, hey, divine favor. Divine favor will accelerate my rising. As you put your hand on your head. Up from upstairs down. I decree that divine favor will unseat traditions yeah. on your behalf. Yeah. Divine favor will unseat generational presidents on your behalf. Yeah. Your generation will enjoy prevention treatment in the name. Somebody just missed that. Your generation will enjoy outstanding privileges in the name of Jesus. Your generation will break through the snare of failure in the name of Jesus. Your generation, you and your generation, you will be restored and have dominion and have authority in the name of Jesus. Shout this loud. Lift your hands and say the gates of progress swing open before me. I decree you will start collecting your medals of victory right now in the name of. Can I take one more prayer point? Just one more prayer point. Not only God told me about Esther, we, we use the Shunammite woman, we use Obediedom, we're using Esther. God said, three things I'm going to give you divine outcome, divine favor and divine greatness. You will never lack stepping stones of greatness. This year, God, I want to decree over worship tabernacle. As we make room for you, that in the name of the Lord God, Yeshua, our God, you will be dexterous obtaining what others cannot attain in the name of of succeeding in places where failure is expected in in the name of jesus ah now god told me start to pray for divine greatness lift your voice and start to pray man get devil shatter, divine greatness oh divine outcome divine Divine greatness, ah, divine victory. Ah, start to pray. Wherever you are, you got to pray. Divine greatness, there's an atmosphere here right now. You are too cold for the prayer you're praying. Even I'm praying more than what you're praying. Declare that in the name of Jesus that you have news, you have mail, you have deliveries of greatness. Start to declare that greatness will express curiosity over you start to declare that greatness will come looking for you start to declare greatness will declare an interest in your future start to declare stop 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 stop. you didn't get me you didn't get what is bubbling in my spirit worship tabernacle you're stepping into your greatness Worship tabernacle, greatness will find you. You didn't get it, you didn't get it. If you go, if you can see what I'm saying, Esther did not go looking for greatness, greatness found her. Whenever you go looking for greatness, you're doing it out of your own strength let's start to get to this spiritual blessing in high places where people will start looking for you, looking for where you are. Let me share this with you so you will understand. I was walking in the city some years ago and I was doing absolutely bad. And I decided to send my CV out. And my CV came back to where I was working. Bad. So they called me to a meeting. I thought they would fire me. Um, and they were telling me, are you looking for a job? And in that minute, I wanted to say no. But then there was a mother guy that spoke into my ears, the Holy Spirit. Says, do not lie. So I said, yes. I said, why? I said, because I want to make progress. I said, well, thank you for being honest, because your CV came back to us. And at that time, boldness came upon me. I said, if my CV came back to you, that means I'm qualified for what you're advertising. And they all looked at me and said, okay, we'll interview. That same day, I got a phone call. Listen to me. I got a phone call. My wife can bear me witness. I've shared this testimony a I got a phone call that can I come and see them? I said, well, I'm walking till four. They said, they'll wait for me. Five. They said they're only 10 minutes down the road. So, I picked myself up from work where there was frustration and for the first time I decided to print my CV. You know sometimes you forget what you write on your CV. So I decided to print it and read if I lied there, let me check out quickly. (laughs) (laughs) I read, I took my CV and I decided to print two more copies. I don't know Why? I don't know why. I honestly don't know why. How many of you go to an interview and print copies for the people who will interview? It's stupid. But I printed the copies and then I went into this interview. And they sat down. How would you call me and you're not prepared? I I didn't understand. Because when I sat there, they said to me, um, okay, um, we've got your CV, but it didn't print out properly and um, we can't actually see what is on the CV. I said, oh, don't worry. So I gave each one of them my CV. He said, oh, wow, we've never seen this before. Greatness was looking for me. It was looking for me. God had prepared me beforehand. We, they did the interview. I can't, I, don't, I can't remember what questions they asked me. I absolutely was not prepared for an interview. You see, when you prepare, Sometimes you mess up. When you don't prepare, and God prepares a table before you, yeah. ah, ah, he will anoint your head with fresh oil. The guy looked at me, we discussed Arsenal and something else, or just something, whatever we discussed. And fortunately, he was an Arsenal fan. So I think that's what we discussed. But they were so impressed with the CV, they were taking notes. How do you take notes on an Arsenal discussion? I have no idea. And then he said, we were going to do a technical interview for you. Now, I failed technical interviews successfully. I do. I do. I, I just don't know why me and technicals don't go. But I went all the way to Maidenhead, remember, to do the technical interview. I'm sitting down with this CCIE. It's called Cisco Certified uh, no, uh, Engineer. It is the highest above... Microsoft and Cisco. So, he knows what it is. If you're going to lie, he will know in one second. And I sit down before him. My heart palpitating. <laughs> and he says, Do you realize that this job is for Microsoft? I'm like, but I'm not in a Microsoft. No, no, no. We're going to send you to Microsoft so you'll be working for Microsoft. You understand? I'm like... <laughs> so, he started question number one. As he asked the first question, I obviously didn't know it. As I was about to waffle through it, the same boss who was his boss that saw me walk past, tapped his shoulder and I like that guy. Don't ask him any hard questions. and just walked away. I lie not. The guy took his question sheet, put it down, and said, mm, so what do I ask you? Do you know anything about subnetting? I said, yes. So I talked about subnetting. He says, okay, okay, okay okay I'm not sure what I need to do with you anymore God will get in touch with you I knew I got the job because greatness was fine it was so, it was so, I can't even mention it I want that same divine anointing upon Esther that greatness will find you in the name of Jesus now do you understand what I'm saying now get up and start to pray or kneel or do whatever you can do you can and start to say god no more in my power or by my might let greatness find me find my children find my family find everything i do come on start to prophesy into your household that greatness will find you greatness will find you greatness will come looking for you greatness will declare interest in your future greatness start to say greatness will be dying to know me this year in the name of Jesus start to say from the north from the south from the east from the west let greatness be released unto me let them come unto me let me stop struggling and toiling let me also have a testimony your house will find you your job will find you your spouse will find you your boss will find you your promotion will find you your favor will find you. Interest will find you. Those in the highest of all will find you. Your career will find you. Whatever job you're doing will find you. Those who are in the industry, they will find you. Those who are actors and actresses, they will find you. Out of nowhere, they will mention your name. While you're in the prison, they will mention your name. When Joseph was not there, they mentioned his name. When Daniel was not there, they mentioned his name. Ah, they will find you. Everywhere you are, greatness will start to find you. i got to close. Come on, let's take these confessions. Put your hand on your head and say, I'm permanently transferred. I just missed that from someone. Say, I'm permanently transferred from average to distinguished. Say, I am on permanent promotion from the pitch to the palace. Say, I am on permanent promotion from the dull queues to a place of enterprise. Say, by God's given power, I am going up. Say, may the favor of God steady my footsteps this year. I didn't hear a shout. This, I say, greatness will express curiosity over me. Say, greatness Will come looking for me. Say greatness. I didn't hear you. Say greatness. Worship that. Not go show that. Say greatness. Will declare an interest in my future. Say greatness. Will be dying to know me this year. Now turn around say, all oh, long success will pursue me. All round success will locate me. So all round success will come to me in the name of Jesus. I see your heavens open. And the gates of July lifted up before you. I see you chosen as the uncommon amongst the common. I see July breaking forth on your behalf in the name of Jesus. I see July causing favor to come to you in the name of Jesus. Your blessings will be released to you this July in the name of Jesus. I declare whatever you knock this door, knock whatever Wherever you knock on this year, the door of progress will manifest itself. Say all round progress will pursue me. If you believe that, shout a loud amen. I didn't hear you shout a loud amen. Come on, shout a louder amen. Say, shout a louder amen. Say, divine outcome. Say divine outcome. Say divine victory. Say divine greatness. Will pursue me. In the name of Jesus. Father we thank you this evening. Make room in your worship right now. Make room for the king right now. Make room for the king right now. Start to thank him. That as i prophesied on wednesday the elijah said this time next year you will give birth i'm gonna prophesy over you again this time next year there will be a divine outcome a divine victory and a divine greatness i'm gonna say that again this time next year you will not be in the same location where you are This time next year, you will not be in the same position where you are. This time next year, you will not be the same person you are. Greatness will pursue you. Father, we worship you tonight and we give you glory and honor and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, 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 amen. You can do better than that. It's for the King of Kings. You can do better than that. Ah, Hannah was no more sorrowful because she changed her countenance. Things have changed for us. In Jesus' name. Someone say amen.
0: You've been listening to Ty Adishugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. We hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk Alternatively, call us on 020-7435-3939 You can find us at the Citadel, Worship Tabernacle, 131 St. John's Way, N19, 3RQ, Archway, London. Thank you for listening.